All right, everybody, get your asses ready. Your fat internet listening, stupid asses. It's the piled pit driving pod. It's going to be a, a shit, shit box, shit show. I threatened to stun my wife before the podcast started. And uh, her response was, sounds like somebody wants to get hit with a steel chair again. So I, I left and, and decided to do this podcast. We're going to do some predictions. We're going to do some uh, IWC talkings. We're going to do some suspension talkings. We're going to do some free freedom, freedom talkings. And we're also going to do predictions. I don't know why we bother because you know it and I know it. The man, the myth, the legend, the true legend will once again retain his chooserweight title, I am confident of that. You know him. You love him. He is Mr. You're listening to the Pittsburgh Piledriver Podcast. Hi everybody, it's the Pittsburgh Pile Dragon Pod Pile Pod Face, and uh, this is going to be a stupid show because uh, I have little to no confidence in the idiots who are going to be talking in your earpiece. Um, speaking of idiots, you know who I am. I don't want to talk to you. You don't need to know me. Uh, but I also have uh, Tiger Bomb Tom here. He's better. <laughs> wow. I-, I thought you were gonna go straight to beef the legend at first, so wow. No, Tiger Bomb Tom. Beef beef the he's the has been. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> how you doing? Get that title. Yeah. How you how oh. you uh, how you doing tonight there, uh Ransom? I'm telling you, I'm getting over some plague. Uh it was bad. <coughs> uh ooh. Yeah. Uh, not we're we're ninety percent over it. We still have a little bit of a lingering hack, but uh other I than had- that. I had the same. I had the same thing going on here. Thankfully, the uh, the tiger cubs did not get it. So, yeah, all, I, is, all is well in the jungle again. But uh, but apparently, the plague of Mordor is still lingering over your way. So you keep it over there. Yeah, I think I think so far three out of the four people in our house have received it, fought through it, and uh, Tara just said the, to me this morning that she thinks she might be coming down with something. So, you know what? Go for the freaking four out of four. Why not? Um, yep. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's going to make its way. Um, speaking of disease and disappointment, uh, how are you uh, faring over there, Beef? Been a rough day, man. Knocking it out of the park a, as usual. Been a been a rough week, and uh, you know, got a got a lot of shit, a lot of a lot of irons in the fire. So uh, you know, a lot but, of fires uh, in the irons. I am happy to hear your voice, uh, not dead. So that's <laughs> a good thing. Uh, I mean, mostly not dead. Yeah, it's semi. We're 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 you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, we uh, we have the uh, the um, the responsibility to our wonderful you know four fans to soldier on. Uh, you know, regardless of disease and plague and fucking shitty situations, we we owe it to the damned public to be on our A game. So that's what we bring every week. Well, hey, every we, other week. Hey, when, hey when, listen. When we're here. We don't. We don't owe shit. <laughs> I, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna speak up for ransom. We don't owe you shit. 
That's right. You ungrateful right. bastards. But we do it because we like to do it, because we well, enjoy it. Well, mo- well, we mostly enjoy I I enjoy it. <laughs> I, I, think, I think Ransom's a fan deep down inside. Uh, he, he, he just won't admit it because, you know. He's he Ransom. I don't, I don't uh, like to admit it. I don't like to admit it publicly. Yeah. So let's just let's just keep it amongst the three of us. Um, I don't I don't want to admit it publicly. Yeah. Um, speaking of the three of us, um, our illustrious uh, Le Champion, uh, Mister the Bard, is uh, under the weather. He's fighting a stomach bug. Um, he's here in spirit. He may pop in in voice. Um, you know that's going to be a special surprise treat for you know any of the three people listening to this show. Um, including so us. We are, Inclu- I was going to say including. That's us. right. Yeah. It'll be a special treat for us if he decides to pop on. So as of right now, it's a trifecta, um, you know, running this dumpster fire. But uh, it, we, we might be running on all four. All four tires might be burning tonight at some point if, uh, if Poot's feeling, uh, feeling up to it. Um, Beef, let's go ahead and get into this episode uh, by s- sponsoring the thankings. Of course. I would like to 100% thank our initial and first and uh, – um, awesome sponsor in Sean Tischler and um, just just in a broad sense, um, everything he's done with his work with IWC and bringing IWC to Clearfield um, so many times. Obviously, we're there for the 10th anniversary show, and uh, I'm sure we look forward to uh, to to, to uh, you know future shows as well. So um, he does a lot for that um, you know uh, burnout hole up there in the, uh, the the middle of the state. So we appreciate cool. all the things that he's. That he's done um, to uh, to bring wrestling to the uh, the less cultured up there. Uh, we also <laughs> appreciate uh, our wonderful um, sponsor and team member. Uppercut. Uh-huh, that's the one. See, Tiger you Bomb, go. Tom, yep. and uh, his uh, his page over on Facebook, Casual Gaming Dad. And it's more than just Facebook, really. It's the Twitch, it's the YouTube, it's the it's it's an experience. It is the Tiger Bomb Tom Casual Gaming Dad experience featuring Tiger Bomb Tom. Um, you know, yeah. always always some wonderful content on the page. Um, be it the uh, the retro gaming stuff. Sorry, you're doing some Super Metroid here, which oh yeah, killed it. I fucking hate yes. that game. I fucking hate that game because oh. I remember I sat down and watched uh, Ransom play through it here way back when our relationship was first uh, blooming. And uh, pissed me off to no end because I could beat Metroid with no problem, but Super Metroid fucking frustrated the hell out of me. Now see, and- it, it boggles my mind because we, I know we, I know we mentioned this last time whenever I said the game was coming up uh, uh, for the for the league for the week, which I already made my run. I I did it. I I beat the game under two hours. I got all the suit upgrades. Uh, that was the the criteria was beat as many beat the game or beat as many bosses slash mini bosses as you could in two hour time span. And once two hours hits, that's it. You stop. And, uh, and then you bring up your, your menu screen and see how many of the suit upgrades and beams that, uh, that Samus has not counting missiles and energy tanks and all that other crap. But, um, so, so I did it. I, I almost botched it at the end though. Ooh. <laughs> I uh, I almost fucked it up real big time, but uh, <clears throat> I, I I know we talked about that before, but I, it boggles me because Super Metroid actually has a map, so you can track where you're going. Whereas, oh yeah, I mean re- people, I mean, regular, and, and that, regular Metroid is like just here you go. Yeah, that's, it's like it pops that's you down a general in the middle consensus. of this maze and goes figure it out. Exactly, that's, that's much a like the Legend consensus. of Zelda. 
is that, is that <laughs> Super Metroid is like, you know, I, I don't want to say easier, but, it but is. more, um, more I'll I'll streamlined. I'll tell you, it's than, than the original Metroid, and and I don't know, man. Like I just, you know, some of those NES carts, man. I could just, like, you know, those were the days where you had to, you know, if if you were gonna play Mega Man, unless you wanted to write down those stupid bubble codes, you oh, had pfft. to sit down and like finish it in one day. So like that was me? that. You know, do you know how many different pieces of notebook paper I had stuffed in the <laughs> the sleeves mm-hmm. of my head? Mm-hmm. Listen, I tell yep. you right now, and I think Ransom can probably attest to this. Mm-hmm. In, in my in the little black NES sleeves that you give, it was like that, like the little half sleeve thing, and you you know that you put the game in to to keep it from getting damaged and dust filled mm-hmm. or whatever. So I'd have the game, I'd have the instruction booklet, and for Super Mario Brothers three, I had a piece of paper folded up numerous times over. I had all the solutions to the card house games written down <laughs> because I sat there and I figured it out and I, I got it down to a science where it was like okay flip over the first card in the, in the upper left if it's a mushroom it's like one of two possibilities if it's a flower it's one of two possible scenarios same thing like because there were six different games total so yep uh, oh yeah I, I did the same thing but Nintendo Power had a special and I oh, think I have yes, like they did yeah. Kind of, sort of like an eidetic memory. I, I, I won't say I do because my memory is fading terribly I, at, at, at a rate that I'm not comfortable with. But like, yeah, I could like really... absorb something very, very quickly oh, yeah. and like recall that. And, I, and it's still like lodged in there somewhere where I know like if the bottom left is a fire flower and you go up a row and four in and it's with the, and, and, and it's a fire flower, I'm pretty sure I could probably ace that in one shot. Yeah, no, I know so, what you mean. Yeah. I, I have a, I have a. It, again, you know, probably not failing nearly as fast as yours is. I, I hope not. Wow. Uh, but, <laughs> but uh, no, but I, I have a fairly uh, photographic memory myself. Hey, uh, speaking of photographic, um, so I didn't post the pictures up yet, but since we were talking about Hold IMC, on. what? Hold on. What? The only way to introduce this is by having a moment of silence for the era of Argos. Okay, let's do that. Don't be upset. the homie. Oh, Don't be upsetty. Because the the era of bard ghosts still goes on. Oh god. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> no, hey My guys. My client is still kicking. No no matter what sickness comes for me, no matter what happens to me, I am still your reigning. That's right. Defending. Yes, sir. Undisputed. Yes, let's hear it. Choo, choo, chooserweight champion of the P3 podcast. And and many, many sad. And uh, my my thoughts go out to uh, Jackson Argos, the era of Argos. It, it was too short, too shortly lived. Man, let me tell you what. I I, I went I went to the show Saturday night <clears throat> and uh, took the kids. It was my uh, it was part of my daughter's birthday present. And uh uh, number one, you know, uh, as you guys know, the experience in itself, uh, this this was now my second indie show, which is really awesome talking to all the wrestlers there in general that were out and about. Um, they got they got pictures with uh, Katie Arquette, um, Xander Gabriel, which to my daughter's credit, she just went over to the merch table and like picked up the googly eye headband. I was like, well, I guess we're fucking buying that now. So thankfully, <laughs> so they were like two for five bucks. I was like, well, you get one, your brother gets one. So she why not? You know. It. I'm, I'm glad to, I'm glad to contribute to Mr. Xander Gabriel's uh, 
fun there and and it was nice uh i thanked him for following me on instagram he's like well he's like you're a gamer so i kind of had to and i was like yeah <laughs> um and then uh they also got a picture with mandime uh and then uh johnny patch it's, it's now my uh it's now my cover photo on my facebook page uh they uh they got a picture with johnny champ or jo- johnny champ wow johnny Ooh. patch holding the uh the iwc super indie championship so nice so that was really cool which i gotta say uh i mean it was a great show i'm not gonna break down each match or anything like that but i will say um the the standout matches of the night for me uh were uh were johnny patch uh and angelic uh for the super indie championship that was a really really good match um the uh who's it uh sean phoenix and atticus i think it was atticus cougar atticus jackson no atticus cougar (laughs) what the dick uh (laughs) um no that that was a really cool match they had a, a big surprise return uh i guess sean phoenix's brother uh came back and turned heel and basically joined up with uh Culminate, uh, culmination. So, and Ooh, another no. big, not, yeah, and then another That's big heel cool. turn of the night. Uh, big John McChesney, uh, turned heel and is now bring and now uh, reforming uh, Team Big League. So it's him, Mandime, and also uh, Zach Nystrom. Oh, I'm all for that. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's a good oh, little yeah. stable. Let's not forget the dime piece. I mean, you can't leave the dime piece well, out of there either. You yeah, know? she's she's there. Oh, so, wow! I figured. I'm, you know what, Tom? I, I mean, think, I mean, I think I our little tiger bomb's grown up. No, no, I still would. But anyways, <laughs> I, I just <laughs> I just left it unsaid because, I mean, she's a dime piece. So, I mean, obviously, it's, she's it's a dime. Implied. She's a it's implied. Yeah. Uh, it's an implied I would. But anyways. Uh, implied would? <laughs> I, I implied would. <laughs> plus, I have plus to be Tom. Care- I, I got to be careful with that because I'm friends with, I'm Facebook friends with both of them now. So, you yeah. know. I don't oh, know. shit. There you no, go. No, we no, will. Uh, um uh, and plus, uh you, i mean yeah go ahead man oh um i, I was yeah the main event oh, you you gotta yes. talk about the dude man yeah oh man it um i even before that the the tag match with uh the regulators and uh the north was was good thank god the you know uh the the iwc tag team titles are back in iwc specifically not just faffing around traveling with the north although uh to digress to digress real quick the north has another tag team title match coming up here this Saturday with Rise Wrestling. Uh, I can't remember who the team is that they're facing. Um, you can go back and reference towards the end of the interview that I had with uh, Lola Bradbury last week. Um, but uh, but I was saying, I was like, well, I was like, if the North had retained Saturday night, they would have, and if they were to win, uh, you know, here at Rise, they'd have you know titles across three different companies. That'd be quite a, quite an accomplishment. That's huge. But, yeah um but that but that was a really fun match it was really cool and i i I love officer dan and his whistle and everything that that thing just it fucking cracks me up the whole time um and then the the main event uh argos and uh and uh jack pollock man fucking amazing um (laughs) a two a two dupree a two i know i know fucking uh so, so basically, the uh, the one thing I will break down with it. So, uh, the whole thing was, R- if RC du- if RC Dupree interfered, he was suspended. I don't know if it's indefinitely for a certain amount of time or what. In any case, uh, before it got to that point, um, 
Argos looked like he was going to blatantly get himself disqualified. He was like shoving the ref and he's like, do it. He's pointing. He's like, ring the fucking bell. I don't care. And he picked up his title and he started to walk away and he got up to the uh, entrance and uh, old, uh, old Justin Plummer come out and he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, you're not doing this at my promotion on the biggest show of the year or anything like that. He's like, we're going to have a definitive winner. No DQ, no rules. He's like, get your ass back down there or you automatically forfeit your title. Wow. So it then turned into a, you know, no disqualification <clears throat> match, which is, I think I sent the, I can't, I can't remember if I sent it to you guys, but they ended up coming out literally right behind us and stuff, which was cool. Um, and my kids dug that awesome. Like I was surprised, like they were kind of fading there towards the end. My son's like, can we go home? I was like, we have the main event. You will hold on and you will sleep in the car. And uh, <laughs> dad of the year. <laughs> I know. No, I was like, I was like, I was like, you can make it, but I was like, we got one more match. I was like, and it's going to be the best one. And, you know, and it definitely, thankfully they didn't make me a liar. So, um, <clears throat> after they faffed around out in the crowd for a little while, they came back into the ring. Um, you know, some weapons were introduced Then RC comes down and he's there, you know, and you got Pollock on one end and Argos on the other. And he's kind of there in the middle and he looks at Argos. He's like, I have to do this. I have to do this. And he hits Pollock. And so there's the interference. But then again, it's no DQ. So like, what do you do? I don't, you know, I don't know how that's going to, I don't know how they're going to play that storyline out, but hits, uh, hits Pollock with the chair and then you're waiting for it. And I'm like, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? Hits Argos with the chair. And they like gives like a, you know, F you to both of them walks off and plumbers like at the entrance way, like get the hell out of here, you know? And, then and the match continued from there and fucking uh Pollock took it, man. It was it was it was a great, great uh great way to wrap up the the storyline that was going on with them and everything like that. You know, it sucks to sucks to see an awesome reign come to an end, but you know, I'm sure it's not gonna be his last. Oh, uh, we have to. Maybe. Um re uh the IWC reloaded is gonna be January 18th, and I'm gonna try that's the this... reset button, right? That's like the yes. money in the bank thing where they have the reset button, which basically they can cash in. And I, think I, I don't so. know exactly the rules of it, but yeah, that's that's like the reset button thing. So yeah, man. I, I know I I don't know anything about it because obviously I'm just now getting into all the IWC stuff. But yes, I do know that is the reset button because they kind of like push that fact and you never know who's going to show up or this and that. I imagine it's going to lead to a triple threat. Um, <clears throat> and uh uh, so we'll see what happens with that. But before then, I'm gonna try to see if I can get uh, Johnny Patch on for an interview. And uh, uh, Johnny Super Champ. Yes, because he he offered it to me. He said, "If you guys need any, if you guys need an interview on the podcast or anything anytime, let me know." I was like, "Fuck yes, absolutely." So uh, the IWC Super Indian Champ. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, so let me ask you this, Tom. If yeah. you, you know, putting the, the Clearfield X show and this show, you know, up against each other, what was the better show? <laughs> um, you know, well, honestly, I, I can't really choose. It's, it's kind of a tie because, I, I, because the, the Clearfield show, we were there front row. I got to slap hands with everybody and interact a little bit more. Uh, but they were both special in their own way. Like this was a bigger show with like, you know, like more titles on the line and stuff. You had a women's title match as well. So, I mean, it's, 
it's hard to say. It, it was uh, it, they were just both special in their own way. So it's very close to the call. Um, nice. But like, but like I mentioned, um, like I did mention, uh, Rise Wrestling. Uh, I had the interview with Lola Bradbury last week. So Rise Wrestling is having their third anniversary show this Saturday. Um, you can go back onto the old episode and get the details from all that. Um, and then, uh, and then this Sunday we've got uh, we got TLC boys. And you know what? I haven't watched like any wrestling this last week at all. I am fucking slacking. We've got predictions. We do. Uh, that yes. we need to get out here tonight who's got the list i do as Tom. as as per the huge you as know what pisses me off it feels what? like oh, vince boy. is trying to submarine us because like i read i read an article online the other day that says vince isn't concerned about putting the matches out before a pay-per-view anymore because he feels a sense around the network the network sells itself and it's like yeah that's great except for you know guys like us who are trying to do predictions and you know every, have fucking nothing to go off of every big wrestling youtube channel talked about that like they were like, yeah. It's, so what do we do now? We all have to do it at yeah. the eleventh. Fuck you hour. guys, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that's, but, that's you know Vince doing what he does. He likes well, to stick it to people, whether they're big or small. <laughs> so if if matches get added in as we go, we can, we can add it to the table if we want. Oh, of course, but we can I mean, we can pick yeah, the sticks over there the now and. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll pick we'll pick what's available now, and we can add stuff as we go. It's not that hard for me to insert a line or two and fucking put in. Bobby Magoo versus blah 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 fuckface and you know well, they ain't putting smash. Bobby anything anywhere. Yeah, I was gonna say Bobby. Yeah, Bobby's yeah. gonna be up for sixty days or thirty <laughs> yeah, days or whatever it is. Days. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get, get to that. that we'll get to that. We'll so, get that. Uh, Tom, so, you want to start us off and start absolutely. running down this list? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Let's do it, Steve. Right. Dave. Here we go. Uh, well, I'm gonna start off with our liege, le champion, Poot uh, the Bard. Uh, the first match I got is Alistair Black versus Buddy Murphy. No oh, crazy stipulations. I, I don't I, I, I don't see a world in which Alistair Black loses to Buddy Murphy. I don't. Like, I'm sorry. I love Buddy Murphy and I believe his ceiling is if booked right, which you know, WWE does that all the time, um is is astronomically high. But right. still it's Alistair Black. I think Buddy Murphy would give him a good fight, but it's gonna be black. Yeah. I, I yeah. Uh, beef. Echoing the sentiments, I love Murphy, but it's going to be Black. Uh, Ransom. Same, Alistair Black. If, depending on how this uh, these picks go, if we do all end up picking the same, it, we can just call it a non-title match. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, right? I like that. I mean, it, it could happen. It very may, very well may happen at some point. You never know. But right. uh, I'm also picking Alistair Black. Same thing. Uh, who was who was it that Black fought at the one pay per view? Was it him and Cesaro? Cesaro. Yeah. 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 I have, I have a feeling it's gonna be the same way. So, oh. um, all right. So, uh, next one: WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, and it's gonna be a TLC match. It's the Kabuki Warriors versus Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Beef. You are up to pick, sir. Oh, I got a bad feeling on this one. Uh, I'm going to pick the Kabuki Warriors because I think, you know, I'm always a proponent of having an actual tag team beat not a tag team. Uh, but 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 I get a feeling I could be wrong on this one. But I, but I'm picking the Kabuki Warriors to win. Okay, ransom. Who's the cha- who are the champions? The Kabuki Warriors. Uh, that's Asuka and Kari Sane. Um, currently are either Charlotte or Becky Lynch singles champions. Yes. yes, Becky. Becky is the Raw Women's Champion still. 
Okay, uh, I'm going to go with Kabuki Warriors. And as am I, Kabuki. God bless you, Gazoontite. Uh, Poot. You know, the on, the little bit of, of Raw and SmackDown I caught, and I'm not going to opine on this forever, but it, it, it would make sense for, for Becky and Charlotte to go over simply because... Kyrie Sane and Oscar have been getting one over on them for a while. Been getting, yeah, they've been getting it, um, getting it, uh, for for a while. Seriously, they have. So, yeah. I mean, it it would make sense, but I think I'm gonna say Charlotte and Becky. I'm going out on I'm going out on a limb. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I don't want no non-title crap. If I lose my title, I want it to be in a good way. Um. Uh, I'm going to go with them. They're going to win, but I think it's going to be a uh, schmoz at the end. I think it's going to be they win by DQ or something. Well, it's a TLC it can't match. Be. TLC. Oh, it's a yeah. TLC match. Yeah. Oh, I'm a dumbass. Never mind. Man, I'm really – guys, I'm really trying here. That's okay. Um, it's okay. Got you. Uh, see, now, now thinking about that, I didn't think there was a stipulation or anything. I'll I'll go with the Warriors. I'll go out on a limb uh, later on in the card, but okay. we'll go with the Warriors. Okay, Kabuki Warriors. All right, uh, next one. Now this is a regular tag team match uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. We got the New Day versus the Revival. Uh, Ransom, you're up to pick first. <clears throat> New Day are champions, right? Correct. New Day are the current champions. I, I don't see them taking it off a new day to put it on the revival. I, I would love it if they did, but I don't think they're gonna. So I'm gonna say new day. <clears throat> I got I got agree agree with you, and the only reason I could see the revival winning, and it, I, I want to pick them in a way, but the only reason I could see the revival winning is so they can eventually put the titles back on the new day, and the new day can be the most successful tag team champions of all time in WWE over the Dudleys. So a homegrown team getting the uh, getting the record, but I'm I'm gonna pick New Day on this one. I don't feel like they're gonna lose it on this platform. Poot. When when is Xavier Woods due back? That no. is the great unknown. It's it, it's supposedly gonna be a long time. Yeah, I don't I don't know with him. It's it's what, hard to say. What exactly happened with him? I don't mean this stall. Here, it was but I'm no, that's okay. It was it was an ankle injury. He it, it was like he was just doing a simple like, um, like he did a he reversed out of a back suplex, like kind of flipped over, and then I think he leapfrogged and he just like it just landed and popped wrong or something. That's all. Like, well, I you know, know it's. It, I know similar a similar to almost I would say like you know how whenever Seth Rollins like. Killed his uh, oh, ACL killed his or MCL. Well, yeah, killed his knee. Here's the idea. It's the end of the year. I could see the Revival taking it, hanging onto the belts until Xavier Woods is ready to go, and they'll drop it at, like, Mania. That's if Woods is ready to go by Mania. I don't know when he's ready I, to go. Man, because it was back in the summer when he hurt himself. If it's a whole year that he's out. I don't know. You know I what? haven't heard it. I haven't heard anything, but go this, ahead. This is where I'll start going out on a limb. I'm going to say the revival just because reasons. Okay. I, I'm going to stand by that. They go hard. I go hard all day, all night. 
Giggity. Uh, beef. <laughs> this was going to be my out in a limb, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick the Revival too. Um, you know, they're they're still on the fence. They still haven't signed contracts. You got to keep them happy so they stick around. Otherwise, you know they're going to go to AEW. So the Revival win here and probably drop the New Day in like three weeks, but whatever. Okay. Uh, next one, Rusev versus Bobby Lashley. Uh, uh, of course, with Lana in valet. Uh, this is a tables match. So, um, I'm up to pick first. I'm going to say Rusev gets this because he's been getting a little... He, he got kind of like the last laugh a little bit, but for too long, he was downtrodden and, you know, with all the bullshit that was going on. So, I'm going to pick Rusev on this. <coughs> uh, Poot. Uh, number one, I want to hear uh, everyone, uh, Robert's Rules of Order. Um, say I, if you actually give a fuck about any of this. Okay. No one cares about this feud. Cool. That's oh, great. Oh. Uh, I'm going to yeah. go with Rusev cause he has to get one over. He has to yep. beef. God willing. This is the end of the stupid fucking feud. Rusev wins. Lana's like, Oh, you know what? I do love you. End of story. Let's, let's, let's just fucking forget about it. Much like Katie Vick. Let's just sweep it under the rug. So I'm picking Rusev and ransom. Yeah, I, I'm going to echo V there. This, dear God in heaven, this has to be the end of this bullshit, stupid ass storyline feud. This has to be the end. It's <laughs> yep. ridiculous and it's stupid. So I'm going to say, Rusev, please just let it be over. Okay. Uh, next one. Now, this is, uh, is in all accounts from what I've seen on Wikipedia or WWE's website, this is not a title match, but we have Bray Wyatt, not The Fiend. Bray Wyatt versus oh. The Miz. <laughs> and Poot is up to first to pick oh, on this come one. On. And I, I'm sorry, man. That's <sighs> just the way the rotation went, man. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Man, I really feel like this isn't for a, the belt or anything, right? Not at all. No, this is just uh, I... the, the, the Miz apparently. Now, again, because I didn't watch this past i didn't watch this past week smackdown like from just the whatever how many days ago um but uh, apparently what after the previous week whenever the fiend dragged daniel bryan to hell under the ring and started ripping his hair out or pubes or whatever he was throwing out mm. i don't know uh fucking this week the miz was like what the hell happened to daniel bryan i demand answers and Bray Wyatt was just kind of like started uh, involving Miz's family or whatever and stuff. Apparently, it was a very Bray Wyatt heavy SmackDown, so I may have to still go back and watch it. I'm, um, I'm, man, this is tough because I feel like, I feel like it would behoove WWE to have Miz. This could be a way to rebuild the Fiend, like have Bray Wyatt look weak. And have it push the fiend into a new territory that's kind of a return to a serious thing, more visceral, more guttural, less kind of goofy comedy with the fiend. You know what I mean? I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Miz. Okay. I'm going to go out on a limb. I think this could be a thing where I, 
it's tough, but I'm just going to say The Miz. And if I lose, I'm going to chalk this up to me being fucking like sick and 500 miles away. Okay. Uh, beef. I just hope we see the Amer- the, the, the the return of the Amdrag man, the American Dragon. I want to see him like with all the hair shaved off, with the beard shaved off. I want to see fucking No Nonsense Daniel Bryan come back and just beat the shit out of Wyatt. Um, but that being said, I am picking Bray Wyatt in this because I think that even though he's not the fiend, wins and losses still count for Bray at this point. So I think Wyatt still has to win. Okay. Ransom? Once again, I'm going to have to echo Beast sentiment. If you... <clears throat> Yes, the fiend and Bray Wyatt are trying to, you know, their alter egos, whatever they're trying to do, you know, pushing this and that. But you, you can't have the fiend being this horrific, scary phenom, you know, for lack of a better word. And then you, you, you feed Bray Wyatt to, to the Miz. You, it, I don't think it's going to work. And, and if it, if it happens, I'm telling you, the steak dinner is pretty much gone. You got <laughs> if they feed, if they feed Bray Wyatt to the fiend or if they feed uh, uh, Bray Wyatt to the Miz, like, Oh no, what, what, what a, giant mistake that's going to be so i'm going to say bray wyatt i'm going to say if they feed bray wyatt to the fiend man that well that adds a whole nother layer of shit uh, that'll be like that whole kane versus kane or undertaker versus under faker <laughs> who knows uh, i'm with you guys i'm with you and beef i say bray wyatt in this case uh it's still it, it's still the fact that the fact that he i don't know it, it the the wins still matter in this case um all right and then the last one the last match that's listed it's a real TLC. quick. When when yeah. When the hell was Miz's last pay per view match? He wasn't a Survivor Series, I don't think. I don't think he was on Summer. Or he he may have been on SummerSlam against Shane McMahon, but like you know, he's, no, that he's was, not that being was Kevin Owens. All, right? Kevin Owens was oh, against Shane McMahon right. on SummerSlam. What? Well, I mean, the Miz has done literally nothing at all recently. Why the hell is he in a title match? It's not a title it's match. Not a though. title match. Okay. Okay. What? Why is he facing the champion? It it, it doesn't add up. So to um, him to beat White, I I just don't see it. It I could be. Th- a v- I'm sorry, Tom. I don't mean to interrupt you. No, go ahead. Um, it could be, like I said, a a vehicle, like B said about having Amdrag come back. Yep. And this would cause the the Miz to go over. You know what I mean? Is is this just a straight up match? This isn't a tables, chairs, or something match. Correct. Yep. No, just yeah, a, just, just a regular basic, singles match. Basic bitch match. You having second thoughts? Who me? Yeah. No, no. Okay. But I can tell you this: if the American Dragon shows up, no, uh, I'm sorry. If, if there's if there's a ref knock outage, if the ref gets knocked out, uh, I'm calling it right now. American Dragon showing up, or Daniel Bryan, whatever the fuck you want to call him. If the ref gets knocked out, Daniel Bryan's showing up. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I think basically Miz is in it just for his connection to Daniel Bryan, uh, with them being uh, adversaries over the years and stuff like that. And that they're gonna now become friends again in this, like you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of thing. And you know what I mean. Um, all right, last match, uh, TLC match: Roman Reigns versus King Corbin. All hail King Corbin. Uh, beef, who you picking? No, uh, um, uh, I want to. I mean, I think I'm different enough from you guys. I'm. I'm gonna pick Roman. Roman Reigns. Okay. Uh, Ransom. Yeah, I, I can't see them. Once again, 
has nothing to do with protecting Roman Reigns. He doesn't need protecting, but I can't see them feeding. Uh, Rom- I can't see them feeding Roman Reigns to Baron Corbin. Like I just, I just can't. <coughs> so I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say Roman. Um, I, I'm also gonna say Roman Reigns only for the fact that I think they're gonna. It's gonna be now the thing to start building him up for uh, the Royal Rumble. So I, I oh. pick Roman Reigns in this one. Because, uh, like I said, I mean, I know, I, I know, I was the, like the only one that was pulling for King Corbin the whole time to win King of the Ring. I told you it happened, but in this case, Corbin gained a win. Eh, no, not happening this time. Uh, Poot, close it out. Law Roman wins. Yep. So as of yet, we're gonna have an entire pay per view with zero top belt defenses. The Fiend's not defending, and Brock Lesnar's not defending. Correct. Well, once again, WWE knocking it out of the park. I mean, unless unless something happens on SmackDown, and again, you know, that could happen in the next couple of days here. Something happens on SmackDown, we get, you know, a, a, a you know, a brand, a brand new match. Wyatt could be pulling double duty that night, for all we know. American, you know, Daniel Bryan could come back Friday night challenge the fiend and again for another title match you know who knows that'd be a great yeah that 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 would be awesome although i read um that brian has a a lot of creative control in this uh particular feud not that he wants to put himself over but he doesn't want to rush it so it was his choice to not have um brian versus fiend at tlc he wants to kind of drag it out a little bit smart on him and yeah, and yeah it's, yes. it's smart. You gotta you gotta sell the uh, you gotta sell whatever you know him being dragged to hell. Same way that uh, uh, not to not to get into too much other faffery with Raw and whatnot, but uh, what they did with uh, we, we I just talked about with you guys on the chat uh, what they're doing with Seth Rollins and the whole Kevin Owens thing. They could have dragged it out a little bit longer, and if they're smart, they will not not have kevin owens show up sunday for a match because they need to sell i i didn't watch it yet but i was listening i heard about it uh from one of the other podcasts um that that uh i guess seth rollins gave a pretty convincing like curb stomp on the concrete or whatever to owens on raw and you know is now aligned himself with the aop or whatever like officially they could have oh is that official i think so yeah because Um, i saw i saw the promo in the middle of the night where he was like you know what if they, if 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 I have to prove to you that I'm not with AOP to walk away, then I'm gonna walk away right now and let you do your thing with AOP. So that's that's interesting. Well, yeah, I guess I guess later on they found him like he was sitting in the back of like their SUV or something like that, and it was just kind of like I I don't know I, I, I didn't see it, but I kind of like heard about it, and right. uh, yeah, he apparently gave a pretty pretty damn convincing uh curb stomp to to owen so if they're smart they'll milk that and have him you know be out for a little bit with you know concussion or facial injuries or whatever they should have pulled that trigger so long ago like they should have like but they but with this storyline you could have you could have had some twists and turns a little bit Uh, you know it could have been done it could have been done either way but i i would have liked to seen it drawn out a little bit and just you know, kind of leave it on a cliffhanger of it, you know, like you think you know, but then maybe they throw you a little bit of a curve to kind of maybe guess you otherwise, but then eventually, ultimately it ends up being, you know, Rollins is with AOP or whatever. And that, and good for the- them because, and good for them because 
AOP is going to get a nice rub from being with Rollins. So, is Paul oh, Ellering still with AOP? No, no. he hasn't no. been for a while. No. Yeah. That's yeah, like they came up, they came up to the main roster, and like they had a match with him as their manager, and then it, and then they dismissed him as their manager. So he was gone, which is so sad because mm-hmm. man, mm-hmm. what a mouth. Because Mr. McMahon. Uh, by the way, uh, for all of our listeners, again, all three of you out there, and for you three jerks out there, uh, May of 2019 was the Miz's last pay per view match on, at Money in the Bank when he faced Shane McMahon. Wow. So yeah, we're talking uh, seven months. And suddenly he's facing the WWE champ or the Universal Champion. So like he was I off said, doing Miz Dad things. That's true. Well, you know, I uh, you know that that's why I'm throwing it because like you have the wild card factor. Of the what? The 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 wild the wild card. Wild card. I think it took make, us all a second. Don't make to me catch laugh, that. Right now, guys. Seriously, <laughs> he's gonna pee. He's uh, gonna pee. I might actually. Um, <laughs> um, the bar's no. gonna blow. Uppercut. Oh, <laughs> hurtful. The uh, no. Um, I like just having the that that factor of. Daniel Bryan in there. I really think that he would be the difference maker. The fiend, uh, the, not the fiend Bray Wyatt loses be- and the Miz gets one over and it's this big shock. Like we haven't seen the Miz in so long. That's the, the what's rolling around in old Pooter's head. Honestly, yeah, but for it- every good thing that they're doing, like I, I dig this American dragon, Daniel Bryan, um, fiend thing. They proved that they can go. They had a great match at uh, Survivor Series. I don't recall, but they had a really good match. Um, but for every like great thing that they're doing later in the show, they have Baron Corbin dumping dog food on Roman Reigns because he's a heel and Roman's the big dog and it's dog food. Get it? Dog food. That was Get it? So <laughs> stupid. That was. So that was the same. It was. It's, a, it's just the same thing as having the Rock give a uh, freaking British bulldog rock bottom into a tray of dog poop. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, back, same thing. Hey, back, at least it's not. A, at least there's not a kennel from hell match. Okay. Back then. Oh. Well, yes. <laughs> yes. Back yeah. 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 Just wait. They'll do something stupid. Back then, the problem, the thing is, like, you kennel could get away with that stuff because you had someone like the Rock who could make that. Something that you didn't sit there and go, are you fucking kidding me? You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. I, I can tell you, the only, I, I remember clear as day, I can't tell you what happened on that episode of SmackDown. All I can tell you is I remember clear as day, the rock bottom gives the British Bulldog, or the rock gives the <laughs> British Bulldog the rock bottom into that trade dog poop. The bottom and gives I think the this, rock I think, poop a British bomb. <clears throat> I think this is where my <laughs> hatred for Michael Cole started. Because in my it's burnt into my memory. I can remember clear as day. As soon as that happened, Michael Cole, you can hear him on the mic. The dog poop. The dog poop. The rock bottom into the dog poop. The dog poop. Over and over and over again. Uh, I think right right then and there it was like, you know what, Michael Cole, if I had a free pass, I would be the sniper in the bell tower. I would take you out. It's the big dump. The dog Any- poop. Oh, the dog wow. poop. Rock bottom oh, into the dog no. poop. Anybody, I hate you. Anybody still miss the attitude era? <laughs> right? Beef. I oh mean, oh uh, no. Listen, you're not going to get me on this conversation. I know. <laughs> I, but but here's here's the thing. At least, and and, and I feel bad because I haven't watched SmackDown in months. Um, like <laughs> I'm I'm being true to my. <laughs> I'm being true to my word. I'm trying to like 
remove myself from the product and I, and I keep giving it chances and I keep like shaking my head going, why did I do this? Um, <laughs> like, so like I'll pop in on raw every now and again, whenever it's a bad Monday night football game, um, like <coughs> this week. And, um, like at least SmackDown has some good things going for it. <sighs> Man, Ross, just not good. Just, just so not- listen. Speaking of things that are not good, it seems like there are a lot of people from what the internet, again, grain of salt, from what the internet seems to be saying. There's a lot of people who. <clears throat> now seem to be jumping on the bandwagon of, hey, you know what? WWE just released three people. Maybe I could be next. Maybe I could get my release. And maybe the Revival don't want the tag team titles because maybe they see greener pastures elsewhere already. Uh, they've had, what, three? Three four. releases this way? Four. Yep. Four. No, that's right. Four releases. They had um, they had Luke Harper. They had Sin Cara. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. well, okay. I'm counting four people. Sorry, yeah. The Ascension. They had. A, oh, I a forgot about Connor Victor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right on. So, so four people released, but yes, three, three, quote unquote releases: a tag team and two singles wrestlers. So, yeah. Sorry about that. Um. So and, uh, I don't really give a shit about the Ascension. I, I just. I I, I, I was never I able them. to get I into them. them. They were. They were great. Uh, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think they're st- are they still the longest reigning NXT Tag Team Champions? I have no idea on that. Uh, well, that'll come up in Hot Tag Trivia next week. Yes. <laughs> um, I think they- I think DIY held it for a long time too, but I'm not sure. Okay. I don't think as long as the Ascension. I think the Ascension was still. Keynote. Yeah, that was that was back in like that was that was back in like baby NXT, you know, like yeah, um, yeah. like like in 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 literally its infancy. Uh, so like I, I I wasn't around for it. Um, I Poot, I remember you telling me that I would really be into them. Um, and and I kind of like missed them. Like I I saw them lose to to the Lucha Dragons, and then um, I saw them get to the main roster, and I was like, what the fuck are these guys? Well, here's the this? thing: the the thing that they fucked up with them coming up to the main roster is in one of their promos they mentioned the road warriors and then that's the first thing you thought of is they're just a washed out ro- version yep. of the road warriors and that was it they they were dead but in the water since that was, then and that was the problem is that when they were in NXT no one thought that because exactly. their presentation was a lot more um what's the word I'm looking for was a lot more um enigmatic and a lot yes. more kind Good of word. intimidating well, Good and word. you know this is this is going back to the dog food thing. Vince is very much a lowest common denominator guy. He wants you like he wants to get connections at the most base level. So like Triple H and Shawn Michaels and Road Dog, they they have all this 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 great fucking thing going on in NXT. You know what's going on with Finn Balor? Is he with the Undisputed Era or is he on his own? Is he the Prince? You know th- there are so many questions and so many layers of shit. That, that you have to kind of sift through on NXT. That's really good shit, not a pun intended. Um, yeah, but Vince, good shit. Is, but Vince is very much like good shit. Like, hey, let's dump dog food on Roman Reigns because he's the big dog. Hey, let's uh, yeah. call. Let's you know. Let's let's draw fans' attention to the fact that the Ascension is like the Road Warriors. Like he he doesn't have the patience, and 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 that's that's what really bugs me. So with these four releases. Uh, there's a couple things I want to I want to ask you guys about. Uh, firstly, 
with these four releases, do you think this is the beginning of a wider exodus of WWE superstars who are unhappy and have seen, hey, you know what? I could hit up New Japan. I could hit up Ring of Honor. Look at this bright, shining star on the horizon. I could hit up NXT. Look at how happy these other guys who used to be in WWE are now that they're no longer in this WWE universe anymore. Do you think we see a wider exodus of superstars requesting their release because they see, you know what? These four guys got to go. Maybe I'll get to go too. I have, I have a bigger question for you, but I'll answer yours first. So okay. here's the thing. Everybody in WWE right now is like, I'm a hot commodity. The internet talks about me constantly. Mike Canales being a prime example. Um, where he thinks that it's going to be greener pastures. I have no reason to believe that AEW wants anything to do with Mike Canales. I have no reason to believe that New Japan wants anything to do with Mike Canales. Will he find work? Of course. Um, will he show up at one of those places? Maybe. I don't know. But, like, Cody has made it clear that he said uh, back before the first, uh, even before Double or Nothing, um, he said that AEW, they're, they're the handful of guys that, you know, quote-unquote, they have, that we're interested in. A handful of guys. So that tells me that, like, all these people who are sitting there, like, salivating over the fact that they could be, you know, an AEW talent, I think are mistaken. And well, if they think that they're going to go to Japan and get the John Moxley treatment, that's not going to fucking happen. Because John Moxley is a fucking, like, unicorn. Because... That shit, like, if you watch or you pay attention to New Japan at all, you know that the Gaijin, which is the um, um, English-American wrestlers that go to Japan, don't get over right away. No, it unless took Juice they're Robinson. a huge. Yeah, fucking Juice Robinson is still over. Look at uh, Lance Archer; he's another one that's been cutting his teeth for like five years. Like, these guys bust their ass in the dojos and bust their ass on shows. John Moxley has the fucking credentials to say, "Hey, I'm a fucking former WWE champion, and I'm a main, and I'm a main event player. You're gonna book me well." And same with Jericho. But like, you know, these guys and God love him, Luke Harper. I love Luke Harper, and I think that he had a he would have a wonderful place in New Japan. I I don't know that they would like necessarily usher him in as like the next coming of fucking Okada. You know? Did you see the picture that Marty Skrull put up? With uh, Darby Allen, his, uh, Darby Allen's girlfriend, and Luke Harper. No, and it said it said villain club question mark. That's fucking entertaining to me. Right, that, that that is sports entertaining to me, dude. That is wildly sports entertaining, and I think that would be the the best evolution of the villain club I could possibly imagine. And and uh, that, and and like you said, but here's here's the benefit that we could see. Yeah, okay, these people might not be going to AEW, they might not be going to New Japan, they might not be welcome with open arms in those places. However, you know where they might be welcome with open arms once they get their shit together? Row. Yeah. Or, or I mean, right now, Row is so far off the radar. I think MLW is higher than Row. I think that um, NWA Power is higher than Row. Um, like these guys have television deals. Um, I, I forget what, what, uh, I think MLW might be like internet exclusive, but like, um, like these guys have weekly shows row. Well, yes, they have weekly shows. Like, I feel like no one really paid attention to row, which is a fucking crying shame 
given the history of that promotion. But, like, yes, you know, these guys will find a home. Here's my question I want to pose to Yins. Hold on. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump the brakes here. I, I don't think I don't think any one of you three idiots answered my question about do you see more wrestlers requesting their release from WWE? Um, I I just want to get that. I honestly I don't I don't I don't necessarily see it because I don't think that they're gonna I I don't think that they're gonna believe that they can actually get it. You know, what I mean, I think they're going to look at some of these ones that that are like, all right, well, this was like a, you know, kind of a rare opportunity, and I I don't think that they're going to do that for me. Honestly, I don't know how many of them want to because I feel like, I feel like the people that got released, um, you know, like your Luke Harper or whatever, like Luke Harper is somebody who I feel like there's certain wrestlers who I feel value the creative control more than they do the money, like John Moxley, um. I, I don't see some of the other ones, like a lot of the other people that are there. I don't see like a Zack Ryder being somebody like, I need creative freedom. No, he's like, he's somebody who will just take the paycheck. Uh, that's the impression that I get. I could be wrong. So if I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong, Zack Ryder, please. But uh, come on the podcast and tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> um, I think, no, I, think I, I, I think, I think it's TBD right now because I think, I think once we see what happens with this first wave of releases, and, and I think that. That, that the wrestlers in WWE are doing the same thing. They're going to see, you know, what happens with Luke Harper, what happens with um, the Ascension, what happens with Sin Cara, and, and other guys who are nearing the end of their contract. They're going to see how welcome they are before they make their jump. So as of right now, I'm going to say no effect is going to be caused on the WWE main roster. And I'll, and I'll say this. It, it, even though AEW has said that they may only be interested in a handful. It might be who of them, uh, be the who of them. Is that, I don't know, what English, be whatever. Behoove? Yeah, it might be who yeah, of them. Um, it, might, it might be in their best interest to take on some people that they maybe hadn't considered at first, just to kind of say, like, hey, look at what we can do with the talent that you couldn't do something with. And now AEW is, like, the good guy place. It's the quote-unquote safe space for all the forgotten wrestlers of the wwe or you know or anywhere it's like hey if you're not you know if you're not happy wherever we can do something with you it's kind of almost it's kind of almost like a like a dark order sort of recruiting sort of thing <laughs> but again i you know i don't think you're going to see a mass uh, any sort of mass exodus right away because vince will do what he's got to do if he has to dig a little dip, bit deeper into his pocketbooks he will uh, you know, you'll start seeing NXT get involved a lot more, as we already have with uh, Survivor Series. You know, well, something will, something will happen. Vince will not let, you know, uh, let that many people go all at all at once or whatever. What do you so, think? What was your question going to be? Oh, sorry. Well, I want to. Yeah, I want. I want to hear Poot's take on this real quick. To, uh, well, not real quick. Whatever. On on what the releases and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Whether or not it's going to be a mass exodus. I don't think... Not mass exodus, but are we going to see more people requesting releases? I think... I think you'll see more after... I think you'll see more after WrestleMania. Um, I don't... uh, Like, as is tradition would, would dictate, but, like, I think... I think that once Rumble time comes around... 
it'll kind of die down. And then after mania, once the reset button hits, that's when people will be like, all right, let's get out of here. I think we'll also see a, uh, a, a bloody Sunday, you know, as they would say, like, what was it always the, the week after WrestleMania, they would announce like a giant black, litany, yeah, black, black Monday black, or whatever black Monday. Like, I think we would be more apt to see that post WrestleMania than we would seeing people get releases because I think a lot of wrestlers are smart enough now to let their uh, contracts run up um, versus uh, requesting a release, requ- requesting releases or rocking the boat. You know what I mean? Right. So, because be, well, not only that, but but you know, if 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 they let their and I'm sorry, but but if they let their contract run out, they can do what Moxley did. Uh, yeah, he was kind of buried on WWE the last month he was there, but he rode the momentum from WWE like what 25, 30 days later onto another promotion. In fact, two major promotions uh, versus having to be released wait 90 days and then you know pick up where you left off you know right so, so Beef, what here's was my your question. question so and and and, and kind of to, to to mention just real quick about what you said there ransom about about the, the releases tony khan has said on record that he kind of regrets going after the, like the big money contracts so i think you might see a little bit of a settle down because i think the AEW might kind of be happy where they're at but always looking to increase but Here's my question. The uh, the fact that Vince has let uh, two pretty high caliber I, I I will call Sin Cara high caliber. Uh, I think I think that Hunico um, did a lot with the character and uh, he was better than the original Sin Cara, at least in you wasn't know, even the, close the to his botchy. I'm sorry, but what? He wasn't even as close to being as botchy. Exactly. He was better in the American style, which is what counted on the American TV. But, um, so, so, like, I, and, and the Ascension, you know, say what you will, but they were hot in NXT. They, they've they proven that they can be, like, the guys in a company. So, like, to me, these are pretty high-profile releases. The fact of, and uh, Luke Harper is, 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 is the keystone here. Uh, the, the fact that Vince finally gave in and said, you know what, fine, be done with you. We're, you know, have, have a nice life. Best of luck in your future endeavors. Does this mean that Vince does not fear the competition of AEW as he once did um, only a few months ago. I, I think, I think that, I think that Vince it's, they're not on his radar because I think he just, he's but just, they were though. He, they That's were, the thing. They, they were, but I think it's because NXT is proving to be, such a good property for him and they're getting a lot of eyes on the on the product of NXT which then subsequently would make people go oh well let's watch the main roster which I'm sure there are a lot of people that did it that way or vice versa it's making a lot of people who only watch main roster go and watch NXT and go oh wow these guys mean business this is really good I I think that I think that Vince really doesn't have I don't think he has a concern and I honestly think that the whole blow up that's going on of um, that's going on about like the Wednesday night wars and, you know, AEW taking the fight and taking pot shots at WWE and NXT and everything. I do. I think that's, I think that's done with because like WWE really has nothing to be afraid of. Like no offense to, uh, to AEW, but like, 
they don't like AEW fills a really good niche. And I think maybe in a couple years, if uh, AEW plays its cards, right. Then maybe we'll see some like more heated competition and some more real like fight back. But I, I really don't think that we have that right now. I don't think Vince is scared at all. I think he's more focused on trying to do what he thinks is best, which is not necessarily what is best for business. Um, I'm, I'm far be it for me to ever disagree with, with, with my champion, but I'm going to disagree with Poot here just for the, for the sake that <clears throat> can you restate your question just so I'm clear? Yeah. So the fact that Vince has released these guys, does that mean, so it, it's very clear. It, it, it was on the record that Vince didn't want to release these guys so that they could go and, you know, wrestle for AEW. So does this, so does this rem, um, him releasing them mean that he no longer fears the competition of AEW? Before, before, uh, I'm sorry, Ransom, before you go, one, whoa, one second. <laughs> what the hell? One, one second. It's real quick. Also, Vince probably doesn't think any of these guys will make a big difference to AEW at all. That's all I want to say. Motherfucker, stepping on my plate. Um, that I think that is a little bit more, in my opinion, the case. I think that <clears throat> I think that Vince doesn't see these guys as able to do any damage to him or to the WWE, regardless of wherever they go, whether they go to Ring of Honor, New Japan. Uh, AEW, B, B, W, C, C, W, A, A, B, C, C, B, S, N, B, C. I don't, I don't think PWX. Be, yeah, or or even uh, um, uh, Peloton. You know, I mean, whatever. D I K. I look at Pelotons think, everywhere. Pelotons coming along in a big way. You watch. Uh, they're not going to be. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think Vince. Like, I think Vince looks looks at these guys and goes, you know what? They could be. Solid mid card guys, but like he never put any of these guys. Well, I mean, the essential was a tag team. So, um, Sin Cara and uh, uh, Luke Harper, like he didn't put any of these guys in main titles. Like they, they didn't have a WWE championship match, they weren't in the title hunt. You know, they were uh, mid to high mid card at best in the WWE. So, I don't know that he necessarily doesn't fear AEW. I don't think he fears their impact could do anything. I think Vince is one of those guys that goes, if I don't see them as WWE or Universal Champions, they're not going to go to AEW and be the AEW champion. They don't have it in them. Like, even if Luke Harper wrestles under somebody else's name and doesn't, you know, swamp-ass wife beater, <laughs> I just don't think that Vince is going to go, damn it, they're going to ruin me. Let me retort that real quick. Ooh. If that's the case... Why wouldn't Vince release Luke Harper after WrestleMania, like when he first released when when he first requested his release? Um, if he, uh, if, ooh, God only yeah, knows, good. it could be a number of things. It, it could be one of those things where it's like, well, Luke Harper wants out, and Vince just goes, "Well, no, screw you. I don't want to. I don't want to give you a release because how dare you? I, I have don't have a very uh, educated guess on why he didn't want to release them." But it's Vince McMahon, he does what the fuck he wants. It's a power. Yeah, thing. I mean, other than that, other That's than that, you point. know, other than the whole like, you want to walk away from me? I don't think so. You can go when I tell you you can go. 
Yeah. You know, Vince seems like one of those guys where if it's like, you know, a guy who's feels clearly unhappy there, like I'm unhappy with the way my character's going. And, you know, I, I don't, you know, you're not going to put me in a WWE title match. You're not going to give me the strap. You know, I don't want to be here. You know, thank you for the opportunity, but I, I want to leave. Vince seems like one of those guys that would just go, no, you can go when I'll tell you you can go. And he would delay this request for release up until Vince says, you know what? Now I'm ready. Now you can go. So, you know, people, people who have shit on Vince McMahon have always said, you know, that Vince McMahon doesn't understand the real world and Vince McMahon doesn't want to live in the real world. So he created his own world. He created his own universe, which is why he calls it the WWE universe. Vince wanted to live. He wanted to be the God of his own universe. And, you know, that's like one of us saying to the God, Hey, you know what? Uh, I don't, I don't feel like doing this, this anymore in my life. And, uh, like, I want to go this route. And I want you to just give me this, you know? So I think Vince McMahon sees himself as God of this universe. And how dare you want to walk away from me? You can go when I tell you, you can go. I think, Basically, that's it. Oh, I just blew a snot bubble. <laughs> Random. Anyway. Like an anime snot bubble? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're just like, oh. They're so, ka- they're so kawaii. Oh, kawaii ransom. Oh, I want that t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. I want that t-shirt really bad. Oh, shit. So before we move on, um, Poot, do you, have, uh, do you have an opinion as to what Beef post? I, I I already gave it, man. I, I don't think Vince really fears. I just think he doesn't see people as valuable. I, I mean, he sees the world in, in dollars and cents, and he doesn't see the potential in these people. And I mean, look at, for God's sake, he, he did that with Cody. He oh, did yeah. that with Moxley. Yep. Like yep. now. didn't He didn't see dollar signs with those guys, so he did jack shit with them. And, and I think it's the same thing with Sin Cara and freaking uh, Luke Harper. He doesn't th- see dollar signs on him. I think Hunico goes back to Mexico and is a rock star. I think Luke Harper goes and literally any indie promotion. I think Luke Harper would be amazing in AEW, especially if the whole villain club thing is or would be real. Um, and you know who I really think would go well in NJPW? Seriously? Because they would fill a void left by War Machine. I really think Ascension would do a good job. Dude, I was thinking the same fucking thing. You know who would be a great tag team in the void of War Machine? Fucking Ascension. Dude, get out of my fucking head, man. Look, man, <laughs> this is why I am le, champi- le champion of the podcast. For now. Hey, listen. For now. You know, how many how many gimmicks do you need to steal for, for your no, one man. Thing? All oh, of now. them. You ain't, Every you, gimmick. How dare you, you speak to champion you're, you're definitely not le champion. At best, you're... Le champion. Oh my! Okay. You know what? Listen. I've had enough. I've had enough of the venom that you're spewing out of your mouth, beef. So I'm going to go ahead and say this: We're going to segue from people spewing venom out of their mouth to people spewing venom into their body oh. and being suspended from WWE. Yep. Oh boy. Good segue. You for, know, for a guy who for for a guy who gets on people for stealing his gimmick, you were stealing Tiger Bomb's gimmick of the Segway guy this week. Ooh. Once again, Beef, shut your whore mouth. I will quit spewing your venom <laughs> and get on board with the pain train. Listen, that is listen, my gimmick stealing abilities. Listen, Beef, Beef, I'm going to tell you this right now. You Uh-oh. badmouth, 
You badmouth my advocate again. I'm going to put you in the ground. You hear me? You hear me? Well, that was, you hear me, well, Joey Janela? Oh, sorry. 16. I'm going to delete that tweet right now. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Whoop. <laughs> Stupid big cast. Anyway. All right. Oh, boy. All right, let's talk Stupid about uh, Bobby, Bobby Roode and uh, which cologne was it? Primo. Uh, or, Primo. Was it, was it Primo? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, you were like, which cologne was it? Uh, uh, Ode Toilet? <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, they're guys who I'm like, wait, they're still employed with WWE? Like, when when the fuck yeah. did that happen? Yeah, and they, the, I was going to say, and Primo and Epico haven't been used, like, for shit for pulling, a long time. Pulling the JTG they, duty. No, you know, they just, just showing up the catering and getting, getting food and leaving. No, apparently, no, apparently they, they do house, they're on, like, the house show circuit all the time. Oh, okay. Like, really? Like, yeah, apparently Primo, they work. Uh, like, according to that article, Primo and Epico have been working a lot for their father's promotion. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. I don't, I, I don't, that. apparently Vince is cool with, uh, you know, with them working from other promotions, mainly because, once again, harkens back to the old dollar signs. Vince doesn't see dollar signs in the colognes. So he's gonna let him go work for their, you know, their dad. But freaking Bobby Roode, what are you doing? Well, I mean, dude, seriously, the man is in his forties. He's had a hell of a career. They're not using him, and he's bored. Like, what do you want him to do? Well, so drugs. Oh, I'm bored. I have nothing better to do with my life. So drugs. <laughs> Look, I, I mean, that's, that's usually how it starts. That's usually how it starts. I that's, see. Yeah. You, here's the other thing: you don't know what it what it was. It could have been. It could have been so that he gets bigger. He could have been using steroids. Well, I mean, Honestly, uh, regardless, though, when you get suspended from the wellness policy, isn't it drugs? Well, no, not not necessarily, because even it could be. It could have been um, in the case of who was it? Eva Marie. Um, when she, when she got hit on her wellness policy, it was a medication that she had been on like forever. Uh, but she failed to, there was something with the paperwork, a logistical end of it, like saying that like, yeah, she's supposed to be on this. And because she didn't have that turned in or something like that, that waiver or whatever, they popped her for it, even though she had been like tested before. So it's like it. It's not like it wasn't unknown, but just procedural wise, like logistically. Oh, I see. What so you're it saying. could. So it could be something like that. We don't know yet. That that's once again a Vince McMahon power move. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, you know, we'll see what happens with that. With you know, with Bobby, because obviously, I mean, he's a great talent. He was he was one of the ones that I wanted to see. Like, like <laughs> when the the one time that I was watching uh tna slash impact slash whatever you want to call it um the him and austin aries uh yeah were two of the ones that i was like man like if they ever made the jump to uh to wwe they'd be awesome like especially in an nxt or something like that and lo and freaking behold they were <sighs> in nxt but just saying you know uh, I, I know this is off topic and everything but like look how many times how many times have we talked about it? How many times have we hearken back to it? And how many times have we talked about it again? Like, look at Bobby Roode's NXT run. For me, it was amazing. Yeah. I mean, he was amazing in NXT. And then once again, you know, you get you get brought over to Raw or SmackDown, freaking just buried mid under an NXT champion, beat Shinsuke Nakamura, freaking nowhere. Like I just, yep. I, I, I can't. What's, I don't, I don't understand. Like, why? 
He's he's the only titles he's held since he's been uh, on Raw or SmackDown has been the U.S. title and tag team titles. That's it. Which, to be honest, I mean, like, like let's. let's uh, I'm, I'm not not to not to turn my nose at it because any title right. is any title is you know something. It, it's some sort of nod saying here you go, good job. Like, and there let's is, keep in mind that Roddy Piper only held the Intercontinental title, and he's widely regarded as one of the best ever. Absolutely. So I mean, we, we got to be careful. But I mean, it, it it is a different time for sure. Right, right, right. But you know, I mean, but just saying, like. <clears throat> it's it's different Ooh. if you were it's different if you were somebody like like say like a rick flair what i know this was something i think ransom you had brought up like towards the end of flair's like last legs of his career they yeah. gave him like a ic title or a u.s title run and that's fine because mm-hmm. you you don't expect like decrepit old fucking rick flair to be the face of your company no it's not going to happen but but to just give him a, a nod saying, hey, we respect what you've done to give him, you know, a, 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 a step down of a title in the eyes of everything overall. You know, like I said, any title is good. But when you're when you're somebody who still is new and in this case with Rude was untapped, really, you know, to go from being the NXT champion to now being. Uh, you know, relegated to mid-card obscurity and then just like, oh, we'll throw a U.S. title on you and then, oh, we'll throw you with Dolph Ziggler and make you tag team champions for, like, a hot second. It's kind of like, all right, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, and that and that's the thing. You could argue the point and say, like, well, NXT, you know, at that point wasn't necessarily as highly regarded. You know, it, it was the quote-unquote developmental system or whatever. No, like, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't buy that nonsense at all. So, but hey, uh, speaking of somebody who was in NXT and did a lot worse after uh, after their exodus, fucking uh, Jordan Miles, holy shit! Uh, Boy, he, I mean, every, this dude like, has lost his mind. He he apparently he went, got signed by MLW. Uh, someone shut up. No yeah, way. Oh yeah, but yeah. he left immediately. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, he quit immediately. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait wait a fucking tick. I have never seen anything saying that WWE has released him yet. Oh, yeah. No, they did. They did. Did they? Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, he, he went from a guy that I think had a point and was a... Um, uh, um, fuck. A figure that you could have sympathy for, Okay to a guy who's lost his fucking mind, the people of his own race, of his, in, in his own profession, are saying, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shad, and uh, harken back to the JTG reference there, Shad <laughs> took to Twitter and was basically told him, like, listen, dude. Yeah, shut the fuck like, up, literally. Shut the fuck, like, shut the fuck up and do something productive about it or get the fuck over it. Like, now, it he, happened, like, a mistake was made, fucking put on your big boy pants and, you know, either, like, you know, don't don't go spouting off like you are like a fucking crazy asshole. Like, do something productive and do something constructive to make your point, or shut the fuck up. There are people you know who this reminds me of. Losses, marbles. Austin Sorry, Aries. You know? I, I... Yeah, go ahead, Putin. Well, no, I um, I was gonna say that there are people out there who are saying that his attitude and everything might be to uh, years of buildup of like um. 
Uh, what's the abbreviation for like concussion trauma and stuff like CTE. that? CTE. CTE. Like they yeah. they said I like they said like seriously, it could be from that because he wrestles a really high paced, high mm-hmm. aggressive, risky style, and this mentality and attitude could very well be part and parcel to that. But that's I think people looking for like nobody can be this big of a dick face. You know what I mean? Like you know like, who he reminds me a lot of? Who? He reminds me a lot of Colin Kaepernick. A guy who oh, has yes. a guy who has a decent amount of talent who basically said, Okay, this is how I'm going to make my way in life. This is how I'm gonna make my name is off of this particular thing. And everybody just stepping back and going, Whoa man, whoa, you've gone way too far and now no one's gonna to touch him with a ten foot pole. Oh yeah. He's done exactly what Colin Kaepernick did is he's probably he's pretty much blackballed himself in the wrestling industry because I mean, if you think about it, what big promotion or even, you know, middle to big promotion, who's going to want to take him? Yep. I mean, after this tirade that you went on after this, you know, all the shit that you've spewed over the internet and, you know, you put everybody on blast. Look, they're in their right mind. What promoter in their right mind is going to go, you know, let's sign this guy. There will always be, there will always be small indie, uh, what what is what does Jim Cornette always say? Mud show, motherfucker. Oh yeah, uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. there will always be the there will always be small indie promotions that will hire him at the rate he wants because of his name, even if it's just because he'll show up and people will boo the fuck out of him and throw stuff at him. You know what I mean? That's small like, ones will, but like you're you're never gonna make it big. No, you're it, never gonna make just, it big again. I thought like, he actually cannot... quit wrestling. I thought he actually said he, he was quitting. He, well, he did, he but Enzo Enzo said that too. <laughs> so here we are. Um, I, I I just can't. And again, like we're 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 four very 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 pale white dudes talking about something that we're probably not qualified to talk about. No, so, no, I, no, no, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay. I think I think part of the problem is saying like that we shouldn't or can't talk about this stuff. I didn't say right. that. I said I said that we're not qualified because uh, we've never experienced racism. Really? I mean, that racism goes both ways. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, yes, I, but like, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna deny the fact that that uh, people of African American descent suffer. Uh, you know, suffer way more racial injustice that white people do. And yes, there is, there is such a thing as white privilege, and it, it is definitely apparent. And I'm not going to try to get too sociological, political here, but when you talk about the definition of racism, it does work both ways. Now, that doesn't mean I'm trying to come off as some sort of ultra-conservative, you know, uh, right-winged, uh, hyper, you know, oh, white privilege, blah, 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 blah. No, like... I've never personally experienced uh, any racism towards me. I'm I'm fortunate in that fact. But my point is, and, and that that was that was kind of a tangent. Okay. I, I I just I just don't under like he he was handed the keys to NXT more or less. He had a banger match with um, Adam Cole for the title after <coughs> being there for a cup of coffee. It looked like he was going to be like under the wing of Keith Lee, which look where that guy is now. Like he's fucking killing it. Like. I, I just don't understand the mentality. Like, yeah, I, I get it. You were offended, and okay, it was it was a bad call on someone's part. Have you blow up, and then retract it and say, you know what, calmer heads prevail. Like, 
See, I'm going to go with I'm going to go this route, and I can't I can't talk race because yeah, I'm a 35 year old white guy, but I don't know. I think this goes beyond race. And I'm going to say this beef. I, was, I, I think we are qualified to talk about this because I, I, I'm fairly confident that all four of us at some point in our, in our lives have been on the unfortunate end of some sort of discrimination. doesn't have to be necessarily race involved, but we've all felt discrimination in one way or another. That's fair. So take the color of your skin out of it and, you know, put something else in there. You know, whatever yeah. that may be. We've all felt, you Econ know. And economic. I, sure, economic. It could be, a, a, you know, a multitude of things. And, you know, and uh, you know, for anybody listening out there who is, you know, a little bit on the you know, more sensitive left side, you know, I, 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 can, I can say for myself, and you know this this is this is getting a little less wrestling a little more political but you know what suck it um you know as far as white privilege goes you know i i can talk about this issue all i want because i haven't experienced white privilege in my life i was raised by a single mother who busted her ass to provide for her family so there no there was no white privilege going on there so let me just say this we've all faced discrimination in one way or another and you said it best yourself their beef he was basically handed the keys to the kingdom in nxt so to call the fact that you know like you this this whole blow up um yeah we can uh poot um this whole blow up thing i, I don't think it's discrimination at all or i don't think it's it's race involved at all because he was basically handed the keys to the kingdom if he didn't like the logo design on one shirt he really could have gone and, you know, and I, I said this before in one of our other episodes, he could have pr probably gone and, you know, sat down with Triple H and gone like, hey, man, I really, really hate this. Like, I, I really don't like this shirt. It really, really bothers me. And, you know, Vince aside, I think Triple H is, you know, a cooler, more realistic head. I think he could have been like, you know what, if, if it really bothers you that much, you know, like, we'll, we'll do something about it. And I think, I think what it comes down to is no matter what, in any situation, just because I don't, just because I'm not offended by by something, doesn't mean that somebody else might not be. Like, if if somebody uses the word retarded, okay, not a fan. I don't, I I'm not a fan of it in a general sense. I'm even less of a fan of it because my son is on the autism spectrum. Now, do I get offended anytime somebody uses the word retarded? If if Ransom says the beef, quit acting retarded. No, I, I don't. I'm I'm not I'm not that hypersensitive. If you if you called my son a retard, uh, you're probably going to get your teeth knocked down your fucking throat. Here's the thing: regardless of the issue, it just because not everybody thinks the same. You have to communicate. You have to open a dialogue, and that's why that's why I was trying. That's why the point I was going to try to make off a of beef's thing, saying we weren't qualified to talk about it, is that even if we're not qualified, we still should at some point because you know maybe it opens dialogue for somebody maybe they can say hey you know what here's 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 uh how racism affect me it might open my my <laughs> give me a new perspective so that's the thing is regardless in any of these situations communicate 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 because that's the only way 
we're going to further educate ourselves on any issue, regardless. Uh, I really like. Go ahead. I was just going to say real, real quick. But I really like what you said about the CTE. I had not read that, and that makes a fucking ton of sense. It does um, doesn't it though? Because he <clears> was. <throat> He was basically a main eventer and just lost his fucking marbles. I mean, I can't think... And here's another comparison. Fucking Antonio Brown. Like, best at what he did. One of the best at what he did. And just fucking lost his rocker one day. And now look at him. So, yeah. I mean, that, that makes a fucking ton of sense. Yep. So, uh, speaking so, of things that don't make ugh. a ton of sense really quick. I just saw this. Apparently, WWE shop for their Cyber Week sale. Uh, was using Dean Ambrose's and Enzo Amore shirts to advertise on Twitter. And, wow. and uh, Instagram. Yeah, now, so, they still get a cut of that, don't they? Oh, yeah. I believe so. Yeah, well, at least Dean Ambrose does. That was the reason he sat out his contract, was so that if they sold anything related to him or his image, <coughs> he would get a, a check. You know what? Good for him, then. Yeah. I'd say good for Dean. What a smart dude. Yep. yep. Just wanted to throw that smart, out there before we move on. So, look, uh, I, I do want to get into the stump the chumps. Um, yes. And I don't, I don't have a hot tag trivia question for you guys, but I do want to pose one question to you guys because um, I, I thought about this the other day, and I'd like to just have like a little tiny little segment, and I'd like to get uh, for all of us to uh, to answer this question. So here's my question to you guys: Are you ready? Strap in. Not, I'm not. I don't want you know, not counting any current talent that's working in wrestling these days. So this is all past talent. People that have retired that are not coming back. Who, in your opinion, who is a person that has never held the WWE title that you feel should have? Oh, that's an easy one for me. Well, Mr. why don't you kick it off then? Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. That's, Ooh, that's that, that is that like he was. He was a workhorse of his yep. time in WWE and even in WCW. I mean, yeah, WCW mishandled him, but that's beside the point. But Kurt Henning, like, to the fact that he didn't hold any title other than the Intercontinental title is a fucking crime. He should have had that belt at least once. He had the personality. He had the in-ring skills. To put on a good match with anybody, he was. You wanted to watch him. He was. He was the the right kind of cool. Like he was the guy when you you're like you want to be him. You want to be buddies with him. He just anything you threw at him, he delivered and he delivered incredibly well. Okay. That that that's it. Kurt Henning. I I got I got I got four right off the bat to include uh, Kurt Henning there since you mentioned him, Mister Perfect, uh, Razor Ramon. Roddy Piper. Fuck, who was the other one? I just had it. God Rick Rude? It. Uh, no, well, I was going to say Rick Rude, but I was, actually I was going to say Jake the Snake. Yeah. Yeah, Jake. There we go. Thank you. I almost forgot about him. But yeah, Rick Rude too. So they're definitely Jake. Jake, Because Jake and Roddy were masters of the promo stuff. Um, you know. Yeah, the, the psychology of it. So many people cite back to Jake the Snake having some of the best psychology because he didn't have to raise his voice. All he had to do was just get his point across, and he would talk lower to purposely get you to listen more intently. And um, and uh, obviously, you know, uh, Razor Ramon, Scott Hall, 
um he he had a good uh you know he had a good gimmick and he had he had decent promo stuff as we saw whenever he was in the nwo um the early iteration of it not you know twenty thousand leagues deep um but uh you know and he and he was he was uh he had a good build he was good you know big dude so yeah that there's uh there's mine right there I'll I'll harken back to what I said earlier uh, about, about about Roddy Piper. To me, you know, it's it's a fucking crime that that man was never WWE champion. He was fucking great in the ring, very impressive on the mic, and he could work a match like nobody else. And a dark horse here, I think, like Ooh, yeah. when you think of a heel in the '80s, like he was the top Who, heel. Who's that? You blipped out. The, Ted the million, oh, yeah, Ted the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Yeah. And he, I mean, yeah, technically Andre gave him the title, but um, um, Jack Tunney null and voided that right away, so he never actually had the, had a title reign. Right. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, so th- those two guys, I think it's it, it, it's a fucking crying shame. And I mean, I honestly probably wouldn't be too upset if they put a title belt on Ted DiBiase right now just to get his name in the title books because, you know, fuck it, why not? <laughs> put his corpse on marionette strings, bring him out. He's not dead. Oh, that's right. He's not. I'm thinking. I'm still thinking of Kurt Henning. Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's okay. You made me made me panic a little bit. (laughs) I know. I I always did too. I'm like, holy shit, did I miss something? (laughs) That came out of my mouth, and I was like, where's the wait? (laughs) Wait, what? Okay. Why am I saying things? Oh no! I don't, dude. I don't know. Like I said, it's why you say things with your poop mouth? This stomach, (laughs) poop. The um poop. no this uh your poot mouth the your poot um, mouth <laughs> uh, no I like this this stomach bug is really screwing with me man it's very um, yo yo either I feel okay and then I feel well, like I got hit by a bus but before like, uh, before we burrito this ransom what's what to answer your own question who do you think yeah man uh, one of the people that I always felt and you know maybe if travesty hadn't befallen him. You never know what could have been. Um, but for me, it uh, Owen Hart always stands out as one of the guys. Oh, that yeah. He, you know, again, my opinion, and I'm sure Beef might disagree with me. I always thought he was the better of the two brothers. Um, Owen was flawless in the ring. You know, he, it didn't matter who he worked with. The man looked amazing every time he stepped into the ring. You know, when he was when he was a face, you wanted him to win. Like, he felt like one of those guys where when he was a face, dang it all, I wanted Owen Hart to win every single match. I just rooted for the guy. And when he was a heel, he could make you hate him like He had such heat as a heel, and it seemed effortless to him. It never seemed like he had to try to make the crowd hate him. So, you know, from a crowd standpoint, I feel like he nailed it. You know, he had amazing mic skills. He had amazing ring skills. And uh, why he never made it higher than title, I don't know. And, you know, unfortunately for Owen, you know, I I cut down in the prime of his life. And you never know, you know, if if Owen was still with us today, (laughs) he may very well have been a multi-time WWE champion. It you sounded know, you, like you, you can't shot, really tell. 
sounded like you shot a bullfrog out of a potato gun. <laughs> I did. I did a little bit. A little bit. But yeah, Owen Hart for me, he's one of the people that I always felt should have been uh, a WWE champion. That's a good call. So yeah, Beef, stump agreed. the chumps. I hear we have something. Oh my god, we have like a build up. I mean he's 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 been getting on me. He's like, dude, what's going on? Like, I mean, listen, dude, we've been you know, we've missed weeks here or there. We've been running three man shows, we've been running, you know, fucking basically two and a half man shows. It's it's you know, it's it's been a rough couple months with us. You know, it's the holidays, so you know how it yeah, is. Yeah, you know uh, what? Settle down, mid card maniac. Buy another shirt and settle down. <laughs> or buy six, like some guy did. Yeah. Wait, what? Really? Yeah. Uh, not not <laughs> hold up. No, not not six. Not six P three shirts. Just oh. in general. No, I know. No, sorry to get well, you. Still, sorry, you know. sorry to get you excited, but no. Uh, <laughs> hey, when your sponsor does well, your podcast does well. So mm-hmm. uh, that's it. No, but uh, yeah, the trickle down effect. Um, no, somebody. Uh, I I was informed by Taylor in my stream last night uh, that somebody bought six of the autism awareness T shirts. Nice. I was like, fucking a. Oh, nice man. Congrats. Yeah, that, that's, that's tits, that's man. Awesome. That's tits. Yeah. Well, so, so lay it on us. Let's see if this yeah, uh, let's, this mid card maniac can stump us. Let's satiate the maniac here and throw. And this is back from uh, before Halloween, uh, October twenty eighth. So uh, <clears throat> before Too Cool was the dancing tag team uh, with Rikishi. They were known as Too Much. Yep. Too Much shared their entrance theme with what other superstar? Oh. Ooh. Wait. Wow. Oh. Cause this, cause this is the entrance before it was the dun, dun, right. Dun, bow, bow, right. Bow. Um, okay. Now I'm trying to remember what the old entrance was, though. It was real fuck. I I remember it from um, WWE No Mercy, um, as it like, and in fact, it may have been WWE uh, WrestleMania 2000 because I think in No Mercy they were like the, you know, uh, too no. too cool. No Mercy was um, definitely the too cool, because trust me, from playing right. that enough, it was, you I remember think, that. You think we could take a listen to it? Uh, I, I'm I'm afraid, well, you know what, I'll I'll take the hint of the team, if, 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 if I get a spoiler here, um, I, oh, I don't know how to, um. I, I have it, let's see if, if this is it. So yeah, let the champ take the hit. Oh, here you go. Yeah. Kai and Ty. No, no, it's not Kai and Ty. No. Um, uh, uh, who the fuck is that? I was going to say Tatanka, but that's not right. No. no, no. Is there's that no Dan the Beast Severin? No, his his was much more like Rocky. Um, like like rock music, not like, you know. Wow, that's tough. Movie. This is tough. Um... It sounded Ransom, a little, you're a music guy, dude. It sounded a little Yokozuna E, but that's not no, right. No, man. No, that definitely no. wasn't Yokozuna. No, that's why I said it was Yokozuna E. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Uh, that's what I'm saying. <coughs> like that beginning part until like the flute synth kicks in sounds very reminiscent of something that they would give like Ahmed Johnson? No. No. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. Is that it was on Matt Johnson until the flute kicked in. Yeah, um, that's why I was thinking flute, a guy like. Once the flute kicked in, that's why I was thinking like Kai and Ty. Right, that's why I was thinking like a guy like Dan and the Severn might make sense in this, but I feel like his was more upbeat. 
Well, you know what? Maybe well, that not. Maybe maybe not Blackman's Obama. first one. Move. No. no, I don't think it was anybody that came after them. It um, was either okay. somebody that was that was before them. Right. I, I was gonna say maybe not Kai type, but maybe Taka. Maybe just Taka Michinoku. No, Taka's was no. no. Yeah, his his music was eventually Kai music. Okay. Okay. Oh, what I was wasn't that? Sure. What was what was the guy with the tattoos all over him? Hakushi. Yes, yes, Hakushi. Yes. I don't think that that's it either, though, because wanna... his. I mean, uh, his. I got a feeling his music was more like Oriental style with like um, beats and drums. I, as a guy who was a Bret Hart fan, and Hakushi was Bret Hart's only real feud. I'm fairly certain that it was not Hakushi, but I but I can't say who it may have been. Um. Is it, is it maybe like a woman that came before them? Because that, that could be like a, a, a WWF woman superstars uh, theme too, I guess. Mm. I'm not sure. I don't know why Hokushi Hokushi just fe it feels right. I don't know the the flute. The flute is what's throwing. Yeah, hundred percent. What do you? I think, don't know. Grandson? I don't know this one. I have no idea. Fuck it. Go Hokushi. All right. Uh, we'll go Hakushi then. I don't. I don't have anybody else to. I got nobody else do. either. I mean, if 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 we didn't have that flute, I'd say 100 percent it was Ahmed Johnson because it was that same exact like kind of beat, but that flute killed it. So, all right, well let's find out. Uh, and it is. Oh, okay. Too much shared their theme with Kama when he was a supreme fighting machine. Oh, wow. So, like, I was, like, right there with Dan the Beast Severin. I just, you know, a couple years too late. Wow. Hmm. You guys want to do another one since we have a big old buildup? Yeah, let's let's let's, we'll let's do one, more, one, out. one more and then wrap this up. Yeah. Okie dokie. Because we're already past our, we're already past our original oh, target. Oh, well past yeah. it. Fuck it. <laughs> All right, uh, so in, uh, in 1991, WCW had a championship few knew about, the six-man tag team championship. It only lasted a year, but how many different championship teams were there, and can you name one team? <laughs> this is 91. Not at all. Holy crap. Uh, <laughs> talk, talk to Poot, the WCW guy there. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, dude, honestly... I mean, that was I knew demolition. They had... When when did because demolition went to WCW, right? Oh 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 oh. Um, the um, what what were the what were they in WCW? Ming and the Barbarian, and was there one more? The Faces of Fear. Yeah, I'm gonna say one of that. I'm gonna say that was one of them. Faces of Fear or Dungeon of Doom? Uh... Dungeon of Dungeon of Doom, I think, was a little bit later, like yeah, ninety-three, Dun ninety-four. Dun Dungeon of Doom was like after Hogan got there. So, what about American that Males? title didn't last more than a year? Yep. Yeah, he said a year. So we're talking from like ninety-one to ninety-two, basically. Yeah, I, I don't. This would have been right around the time of WrestleMania nine, which is way before Hogan went over. Yeah, which is way before like Macho <clears throat> Man went over. So we're talking like old stuff um the horsemen have to be one of them i, I would imagine right no they uh, weren't no. i've looked up horsemen championships and they were never that really interesting um, um i, I want to say the faces of fear because when when were the head when did the head shrinkers leave wcw or wwe well they were at the WrestleMania head shrinkers 9. are not 
Yeah, the, the head shrinkers are not the faces uh, of fear. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, never mind. I, I I know they're related. That's why I'm getting all I'm getting confuddled. Um, well, let's go with faces of fear. Yeah, let's go. No, with that it, well. it wasn't them. No, 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 um, it wasn't them. Because because that was I, the only thing in the barbarian. There there was not a third man. I thought there was. No, they 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 were in the dungeon of doom, but the faces of fear were just those two. They were just the tag team. Okay. Um, what I, about I don't the think... dangerous alliance? Probably no. dangerous alliance. No, something... no, no, they didn't no. hold that. Okay. Um, I I want to say that there weren't more than four teams that ever held that that championship. Because I, 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 I can't. There, there think, had to be so I think few. Four is yeah. I think I think four is generous. I would probably say three to be honest. And I'm having trouble. I mean, the fact that we're having trouble coming up with a trio in the early WC in the early nineties WCW tells you that th there can't be that many. Um, um, so look, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that there weren't more than four. And uh, one one of the one team that I'm I'm convinced had it just because, and we haven't mentioned them yet is is the Freebirds. Ooh, yes. the Freebirds were in That's WCW. Freebirds. Yep. And I can't think of I can't think of other teams, but for some reason the Freebirds are sticking out of my head that that it was them. Good call. Makes sense. Good call. Yes. Freebirds. So I don't know what, I don't know what iteration of the Freebirds it was. If there was multiple iterations, but I, I I'm confident that the the team the Freebirds held that title. Go for it. What's no what what number would do we want to go with? Three, four, two. I'm gonna say four. 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 Okay, four it is. We're gonna I go trust, four and name I the trust in the madness. He he does have a way about things. Oh, I'm ripping off, I'm ripping off the Macho Man's gimmick. Um, Midcar Maniac says, if anyone gets us, I'll be shocked. Good luck to you all, even Ransom. How uh, dare oh, you? Oh my God, there were four sets of champions. Wow. They were, they were JYD, Ricky Morton, Tommy Rich, the fabulous Freebirds. Thank you. Big Josh, Dustin Rhodes, and Tom Zink, the Z-Man, and nope. uh, the York Foundation. Who the, whoever the fuck the York Foundation is? No idea who they are. Wow. Uh, so, Midcard Maniac, but, I'll take a $10 gift card. <laughs> <laughs> no, $49.99 gift card. Uh, Ooh, that's even better. You idiot. Uh, idiot. So, I mean, you... You did stop us, but then we redeemed ourselves. So, uh, but but keep them coming because that first one was a goodie. So uh, <laughs> even even the second one was pretty good. So uh, yeah, good good job, Maniac, and for all of you idiots out there who are uh, who want to participate in this, uh, the the email is Pittsburgh Pile Driver Podcast at gmail .com. Send me send us your stump the chumps. We will read them on the air for all four of you to listen to. Uh -oh. Take us home, baby. Um, I want to thank all the sponsors and you idiots. Good night. No, honestly, I think someone else should do it because like I'm, I'm super fading and Fuck it, it. I'll thank myself. Go for it. Tom. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? Here, I'll, do, I'll thank, I'll thank Tom. Tom, you take care of the rest. Okay. All right. All right well, I, hey, want to we... I want to thank our very own Tiger Bomb Tom, Mr. Casual Gaming Dad himself. Uh, you can check him out on Facebook. That's Casual Gaming Dad. He uh, has so many wonderful video games that he plays. And uh, his streams are super entertaining. Check it out. Also, check him out on YouTube and Twitch. That's Casual Gaming Dad 84. And um, uh, 
uh, yeah, check him out. He's absolutely wonderful. Go and pick up uh, at his uh, store, which is over on Gould Gaming, Casual Gaming Dad's uh, merch page. Pick up one of the Autism Awareness shirts. It would really, uh, really, uh, you know, do something nice there. And also, while you're at it, pick up a Pittsburgh Pile Driver podcast shirt. Absolutely. You idiots. All right, Tom, you take it away. And uh, we'd also like to thank Mr. Sean Tischler uh, for all his work that he does with IWC and bringing IWC to the Clearfield area in Central PA. Uh, Even if you're not in the Central PA area, uh, if you're anywhere near uh, more of the south to southwestern part of the city around Pittsburgh, more specifically Elizabeth PA, go check out IWC down at the Court Time Sports Center. Uh, even though they're not a sponsor of ours, we want to thank them anyways because they uh, they they helped reinvigorate, I, I would say, uh, our, our love of uh, live pro wrestling. I'd say, dare to say, ransoms especially. After, oh. Yeah, exactly. And and getting and giving me uh, a love for indie wrestling and I something that I I'm gonna enjoy myself and taking my kids to and stuff in the future. Um, also, uh, real quick plug uh, to Rise Wrestling with their third anniversary show coming up on Saturday. Uh, if you are around still the southern part, southern part of uh, the Pittsburgh area, like kind of going towards like uh, Be- uh, Bell Vernon area and stuff like that. Uh, I forget the exact address, but go check out the previous episode of the podcast with our interview with Lola Bradbury. Uh, check the descriptions of the video and you'll see information there for rise wrestling um, where you can get tickets and stuff like that to that show. Uh, but thank you to uh, everybody that helps make this podcast possible and uh, gets the word out there, whether it's the listeners like Midcard maniac or whether it's the other three idiots here. Uh, and thank you, especially to Poot for uh, being the technical man behind the scenes. And just so you know, if you ever need to, I got you on backup with that now. So, Thanks, this was the best one hour episode ever. Oh. <laughs> Literally exactly two hours long. Nice. <laughs> All right. For uh for Beef the Legend, Tiger Bomb Tom, Alec Ransom, the Madman. <laughs> oh, I got uppercutted. This is bullshit. I told you I'd hey, sprinkle it hey, in there out of hey, nowhere. Hey. What did I say about coming after my advocate, Tom? <laughs> what did I say? Good I say you're going to get uppercutted next. Oh, Poot's <laughs> going full oh, Jake the Snake. God, just listen to me. Thank you all Trev. for listening tonight. This is your reigning, defending, undisputed, choose the right champion, Poot the Bard. Bebe, have a good night. Sensual. Mm.